there's some new voices here again. Uh, some new old voices. Some new old voices, old boys. Uh, so I'm Nick, and this is the Whiff Punish Games Cast, and I'm joined by the classic Josh and Alex from the 2v1 days. The gang's all uh, here. The gang is all here. AJ is on his super weird, fucked up work schedule. And so I needed to call in some favors for uh, the next episode. And uh, yeah, it's it's good to see Do we you get guys. Any we haven't done this in like we're part of this. Yeah, I'll give you like point zero 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 six percent. Seems reasonable. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it. Do you mind if um if I show my podcast, Nick, real quick? Of course. Be- because I wanted to point out the last time we all got together, the three of us, uh, virtually for a podcast, was episode 122 of Craftheads Podcast. It's mm-hmm. called 2v1 Podcast. <laughs> it's not confusing <laughs> at all. are you keeping up? Um, it's a riot. <laughs> if if you guys enjoy the, o- the old mojo with us, uh, it's a few hours long, and we get insanely drunk during that amount yes. of time and it was a lot of at fun. least alex and i do yeah exactly josh i think he might have split at some point or like i don't know he was away for yeah. a little bit but uh i brought a drink because i'm that's literally what my podcast is about you know we have a drink every mm-hmm. episode and then every episode is something different so i brought something that is relevant to the topic of today's episode okay metroid of course yeah this is called the green devil the Green Devil. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> Wait, we can't spoil things yet. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all. I don't. I don't think that's a uh, a spoiler yet, right? Or is it? Not yet. Okay. No, I don't think so. I'm just drinking straight bourbon. Beautiful. Nothing special. You know, I've never yet. heard the. I've never heard shill that word before until like mm. the past what? month, and you just used it like just now. It's like I've, well, and here's the funny I've never, thing. I've never uh, known what that. I've never just never heard that word. Wait, seriously? I Josh? mean, it's not. I'm, I mean, I've probably heard it, but it's not one of those words that you hear and you're like, "Oh, I, I hear that's a normal word. I hear that word all the time." It yeah, just never. It's, it's, it's not a I've casual conversation it. word. I've known about it from the early eBay days because once they caught me for shilling, which is making a second account and bidding up your own item, and they totally <laughs> caught me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That I'm, this is a great thing yeah, to admit it, on air. Yeah, oh, whatever. It's a. It's not a. It's not illegal. It's a rule violation. No. Plus, fuck eBay. Yeah. But um. Yeah. The and then I never ever used that word, and then NFTs came about. Yep. Yeah, shilling. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. I, I mean, thought it was like a I don't. Currency. I don't. Isn't sh- is shilling? No, oh, that's a shilling. Yeah. Well, it is. That is a currency. What is that? Um. It's a what? That's like an English currency or used to be. It's not anymore. I think so. But yeah, that's. I think it used to be like how we have like pennies. I bet there was a shilling in Assassin's Creed game at one point in time. Probably. Yeah. Unity. I've I've known shill forever, but I don't know why. I think I always associate it with like in a in a negative connotation where it's like, oh, shut up, you shill for like. Nestle or something like that was the first company that came to my mind it is it is still kind of negative in the sense that when you join an NFT project you just ruthlessly shill it because obviously right you know it it is sleazy but it's funny it's just part of it. yeah um anyway the uh the reason I convinced you guys to join is it's a momentous occasion in the video game world Mm mm-hmm uh, one that I celebrate. I celebrate the entire collection of the Metroid series. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Metroid Dread came out. Uh, at this point, what two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Yeah, it's it was recent. Yeah, um, when we're recording, and uh, we've all since beat it. Now, Alex rushed through it in typical Alex (laughs) fashion, which you didn't need to do, but I appreciate (laughs) that. I really wanted to. I mean, I wasn't gonna not record if I didn't beat it, but in typical Alex fashion. Uh, I often literally couldn't keep up with 2v1 just because like, sometimes I take forever to get through games. And I was like, I'm going to do it this time. It's Metroid. I want to be there. And right under the wire, I finished it a half an hour ago. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. So I'm ready yeah, to roll. something like and that. And I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Dread is the first Switch-exclusive Metroid. Uh, last one was Samus Returns. That was on 3DS. We loved that game. Uh, that would have been during the time of 2v1 for sure. But, like, man, was I so excited for this game. And I think it delivers a thousand percent. I have almost zero complaints about it. I loved every minute of it. It's the only game I played until I beat it, basically. I did everything. I've never done a hundred percent in any Metroid. Um, so this is the first one I did that with. And it was fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, what do you guys think? So my experience with it right from the beginning, I, this is going to sound terrible. I was a yeah. little turned off very early on by the cat and mouse thing. And, and I won't mm-hmm. go into any spoilers. You you tell the listeners when you want to do that, Nick. But um, there there was a little bit of like stealth introduced into this one. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And it yeah. was... It was kind of a slow burn. Listeners can't see my hand, but it was just like wavering on a straight line. And I can't tell you when, but all of a sudden, my enjoyment went totally parabolic. Like, (laughs) just like straight up and never stopped until I beat a game. And I think my absolute favorite thing about it is how it feels. Oh, man. It it feels so good to play. It's so smooth and fast. And it's kind of like Souls in the sense that if you fuck up, it's your fault. It's never yeah. the game's fault. Yeah, it's definitely challenging. Like, it was way more challenging than I expected it to be. And, like, they brought the parry thing, because it's the same developer to Mercury Steam as Samus Returns, and nobody played Samus Returns. So, uh, in that one, they introduced a parry where the enemies will clearly flash before they come at you, and you can parry it, and you get a, like, one-hit kill on most of the, en- like, normal enemies. And it's really fun. And uh, that plus just ramping up how fast Samus moves just generally, Mm -hmm. like getting around the map is so fast. And, you know, with all of her classic abilities, like the screw attack and double jump and all that stuff, like it's just fun to play. And I think that's like super important for Pathfinders because they want you to run around and explore and, and mess around with the environment. And like, if going back, I've been replaying super Metroid and super Metroid is so slow. <laughs> like out going right from dread to super is like insane because it's like turning into a tank and, uh, and getting around the environment in in super is like legitimately frustrating mm-hmm. sometimes because you have to like really land your jumps. It's like way more of a platformer than I remember. I would have never went back because, to hundred percent if it didn't feel that good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point too because I wouldn't I wouldn't have either. Like, um, 
the it it made it a joy to go around because it it was so snappy and they like made the teleportation like a lot better because correct me if i'm wrong alex there was no teleporting in any of the metroids ah it's always the elevate like you always had to get to the connecting location i can't this is terrible i'm not 100 percent sure because they might have put it in samus returns to be honest i but i i I can't remember meaning the remake i can't remember it yeah the the 3ds one i can't remember specifically it existing in i didn't realize until a lot longer into the game and maybe you unlocked it at some point but you could teleport to any colored Teleportation? Yeah, and it's a very hidden. Did they it's tell a very you that at one point? Upgrade. Or when did that happen? No, I no. didn't know that. You and I would have liked. You pick to it know. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, Alex, if you go back to get everything, it's the first thing you should look up because okay. it makes it makes collecting everything significantly easier. Totally. And you know what? Getting <laughs> um, around on the map, it it looks really intimidating, and the oh, map it's so messy at first. It's messy and it looks huge. But one thing I I start, started to just get used to as I played was. When you're running around, you cover ground so fast, and it's because, mm-hmm. like, even though the map looks big, if you look at if you look at the mini map and Samus's little head moving around in it, she flies through it. So even if you have to get yeah, it once, looks big, but it's you get through it yeah. quickly. So it's just yeah. it's basically never frustrating. I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Even going back to Super Metroid, I had the same feeling where, like, looking at the map, I'm like, this is a super far distance to get to, and you actually end up. Like, the map does not translate very well to, like, the actual level. Right, right. Because, <laughs> like, you will just blow through it. But that is definitely true in Dread, like, so much. Those um, damned one-way doors were but, a pain in the ass at the end game, though. It's yeah, nice. I think that was a really bad decision. Agreed. Like, I get, I get that they did it to, like, push you forward kind of in a linear fashion so you didn't get lost because it would be so easy to get lost in this one specifically because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the environments look very similar. Um, but, yeah, like, whenever they lock you out of those and, like, you can literally only go one way and, like, it, it forces you to, like, figure out where exactly you need to go because there were plenty of times where I was like, I hit a dead end, I don't know where to go. And that, and it turns into one of those situations where it's like just shoot every wall or bomb every wall, and there's a lot of that in this game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like I feel like when I went back to start collecting everything, all of those one way doors were pretty frustrating. Like, there's no reason for it, especially you after know, like, they served their purpose. Yeah, like, it's okay that it yes. happened to get you to a point, but then it should just stay open after that. Yeah, like it. It it would be nice if it like recognized oh you got you hit the trigger after we did this like one direct one way direction and like now that thing isn't there anymore right. or something, um so that's like that's like definitely the thing I agree with you Josh it's like the only complaint I have in the whole game, um and it really wouldn't even matter that much if you aren't trying to collect everything, it I I think it really just depends on how much you want to explore yeah and if you just like ran through it and beat it and never go back it's not as big a deal like i got to the final boss without encountering those i would say um I, it was when i got to the final boss that was when i was like well i'm gonna go get everything and then that was that was when oh shit here's all of these one-way things that i have to go real a circuitous route to get around yeah um but at least they have that item that lets you teleport to any teleporter that is like extremely was well it actually hidden. an item <laughs> It's an item. When would I have yeah. that? Um, 
you or it's it's a certain teleportal. Oh, okay. Let's be clear; they're called teleportals. Which I texted Josh the first time that I saw that, and I was like, "How has nobody ever used that terminology in a video game ever? I've never heard that before." Crypto sleep. Just yeah, just <laughs> combining teleporter and portal. Like it's so obvious. Yeah, I've, but, I've, uh, I've never heard that. There, there's one specific one that you find that is very buried in like it's in the. I can't remember any of the maps names because they're really weird words. Um, it's buried at the top of like one of the maps in a, in a like super obscure location. And as soon as you enter it, it's like all teleportals are linked now. Wow. And that's amazing. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, again, that was critical to being able to a hundred percent that game efficiently. <laughs> um, Cause I was doing a whole lot of back and forth between all the maps to figure out some of that stuff. Well, I also, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, some, some of the collectibles you could only get by going through a teleporter of a certain yeah. color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, which actually reminded me a lot of, like, I know neither of you played it, but Axiom Verge 2 did something similar this year, which I think is really fascinating that they both came out this year and they have nothing to do with each other other than being a similar genre mm-hmm. but they they used that idea of like you can only get to this area by finding the right teleporter and a lot of them are locked off and they're totally optional <laughs> like you don't ever have to even use some of them did, yeah, you, did you, you take a little bit of time to get the double jump timing right the screwball thing no because that what do you, that what goes do you mean back right? to super metroid okay. like you have that feeling yeah, it's not like it's game. not like a quick double button press. Oh. It's like mm-hmm. wait for the screw and then then do it. Mm-hmm. You basically you have to be you have to the let him go. You have to let her go yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. This is not I, a common. Yeah, that's how it's Super Metroid. But it's it's any basically every Metroid has a space jump. It was yeah. It's every every Metroid does it that way. To my yeah. knowledge, that was the first one that gave you a standalone double jump. First, that was yes. weird. Yeah, it was weird. And you had it for like two seconds, and it's like, all right, here's a space jump. And it's like, all right, mm-hmm. thanks. <laughs> yeah, because you really only needed to do that like double jump thing, uh, what, like twice? Yeah, literally once or twice, and then you got space jump, and you went back to a, an underwater... Um, yeah, space jump. You went to a place underwater, and then just went in the reverse direction. It's a mm-hmm. little higher. So Yeah, I, yeah. I want to go back to something you said, Nick. So, and... This is nice for me because I feel like I'm going to learn something on this podcast because okay. you guys are more plugged into all of that. It's the same developers uh, as Samus Returns, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why was this the first? Why did I hear first X in 19 years from Nintendo? So they don't consider that Samus Returns game like a new Metroid because it's a remake. It's not. That's fair. Okay. That yeah. all makes a lot. This is a new piece of canon for the Metroid. Yeah, this franchise. is this is this is post Metroid Fusion. Yeah, which was twenty years ago. Yeah, I feel kind of dumb now. That's actually that answer is very obvious to me now. But yeah, it this no, was, I mean it's I yeah I, I think it actually is not obvious. Okay, because excellent. I think it's obvious. But yeah, because game <laughs> Josh game, knows all about Metroid. Two v one, gameplay wise, uh, it definitely. It felt like a perfectly refined Samus Returns yeah. on a more powerful yeah. console. So yeah, on a more on modern modern in quote because the Switch kind of sucks. Yeah, exactly. but, but, like, but it looked beautiful for sure. Oh my god, it looks so I, awesome! Like, and it ran it generally ran in sixty frames, mm-hmm. which was like amazing. Uh, 
I, I had like a little bit of stutter here and there, and I did have the game crash on me, which doesn't make any sense with a cartridge game. Like that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> it's not loading anything. Rank dread, yeah, but Samus uh, returns essentially, right? Yeah. What what dread Josh? Samus returns and AM two R? How do they all stack up? Well, AM two R is like amazing. So better than uh, better than the Nintendo the the official games. So I think AM2R is a good what if there was a Super Metroid 2? Uh and then and it's not also kind of not fair to really compare, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, it's it's uh, a weird thing. I found myself yeah. thinking about once I beat this game, I realized how quote many there are and I was trying to wonder like really which ones are my favorite. And I played some of them so freaking long ago. Yeah, like fusion yeah, and zero mission. That like it's tough for me to to give a, a fair shake to everybody. But yeah, AM two R is amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely amazing. I haven't played zero mission or fusion since they came out because I I would I had those when they released, and I really wish they would release those on the Switch because I don't want to drag out my GameCube and my Game Boy Advance player and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh. Yeah, I mean, revisiting Super Metroid, I mean, that game's amazing. Like, it's it's so incredibly ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. It's just astounding. Like, and I think it holds up, and I think it's just as challenging, and it, I think it's challenging more because it's an older game. Uh, so, like, it's really punishing. <laughs> like, you have to use save rooms, and if you don't save, you lose all of your progress, yep. and... Like the bosses are difficult and you have to learn them and you have to do the jumps right and time things right. And switching to the missiles on the switch is really fucking frustrating because it's like the little minus button. So like you can't really do it. You can't really finesse it very well. So like it's like it's like kind of like relearning how to play with a normal controller a little bit. So you're playing Super Metroid on the switch. I missed that. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't have a Super Nintendo. Yeah, that so, that would be um, weird for sure. Yeah, like the the buttons are fine except for the missile changing because it's the minus button. So it's like hitting select. Yeah, and uh, which I think it was on the SNES, but like that, I think it was in a better location. I can't really remember where it is on the SNES. It, it's like in the middle on the left side. So and actually, but like at the bottom, isn't it? Um, I would say it's it's closer to where it's like to the right of your thumb. I think. I mean, I have, okay. I have yeah, one like yeah. So like 10 feet away from me, but I don't want to get up. Yeah, on the Switch, the minus button is at like the very top of the Correct. controller, like out of the way, and it's weird and yeah. yeah but Speaking yeah. of missiles, one of my favorite things about this installment, and to my knowledge, it was basically the first one to do anything like this, It a lot of the usual upgrades occurred in different ways. So instead of getting mm-hmm. an ice beam, you got ice missiles, and it's automatically built into all of your missiles they got rid Mm -hmm. of wait a minute should i say anything else are these spoilers i say who cares no i think there's only there's there's really i want to talk about everything i think the only thing i want to give like a spoiler about is like the story stuff totally um but as far as upgrades and stuff like whatever i I, I agree it's it's not a spoiler but yeah you they did away with super missiles in the sense that Mm -hmm. it's not a separate thing your missiles just get upgraded the um, they added, which is great. They added the new bomb, like the cross pattern one, the long yeah. bomb. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything was just done so well, played perfectly, looked great. The only thing that I admit 
I was not impressed with. Matter of fact, I I can't even like think of any of it. Music, yes, was I'm I'm very disappointed nothing. by the music, considering yeah, how I'm, amazing it is in the other games. Mm-hmm. So that's the only yeah, I'm sense. very disappointed by the music. I agree with that. Yeah. Did anyone have issues control wise with the grappling hook, like letting go of shoot? I um I would screw it up every once in a while because like you have to like hold it until it latches onto something. But then you can let go and of I one didn't, thing while holding it. I don't know. Maybe I was just being over dramatic with it. I I didn't have I didn't have too much problems with it because like as far as using it to swing, I didn't use it for that that much. Yeah, it's not um, like Super Metroid where that's its primary you, function. They're ev- they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one, the primary yeah. function, honestly, for this is pulling on shit, like breaking a block mm-hmm. or opening a door. There's, what, there are a handful of times when you actually need it to swing for I real. Think, I, think I, I think I remember swinging maybe you can, twice. Yeah. You can pull the <laughs> armor times. off all the Chozo enemies, too, to make them, like, real easy. I, I'm kidding. Holy I'm shit, kidding. I didn't I'm, know oh that. My God. that. You, oh, you actually okay. can on one of the bosses there. Shield. shield. Yes. They do, do the shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's you have to. I don't know that that's optional. I mean, I guess you technically could sit there and bang your head against it and like only hit it when it pulls. Believe up it or the not, shield, I but. think that is the case because the first one that I fought that had a shield, I got him to his um, his X stage without destroying his shield. You so could, I'm pretty sure, wow. like you said, you can bang your head against the wall if you want. I to think be that that okay. first one, if you if you um, do the parry correctly, it just automatically breaks our shield. I think. Yeah, it's something like that. I think you're right. But for some reason, I admit there were a f- several times throughout the game when I wanted to, bl- to blame the game, but I had these weird mental blocks about when you're supposed to counter. And it was really oh, pissing totally. me off. And I was like, Alex, yeah. stop hitting it so soon. And, and then yeah. I would restart it and do it wrong again. And I was really just directing my rage inward because it was my fault. Yeah, I mean, there were so many parries in the, in it where, like, you're supposed to run up and parry them. Yeah. Where they don't necessarily come right at you. That was and weird. It took me it took me a while to figure that out, especially with the Chozo guys. I was like, I'm hitting this. Why am I not parrying what it's doing? And it's like, oh, because you have to be in their face. It's like a close range thing. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, when you figure that out, it's fine. Like, I, I definitely think, like, the game is challenging, but in a good way because... I, I also, at the very beginning, I was like, oh, my God, these Emmy things are, like, kicking my ass. Like, I cannot get by them at all. And I was kind of ignoring the game's own advice that said don't ever engage with them at all. Just you you run from them mm-hmm. or you try to jump over them. You don't, you don't try to parry them because that timing is so tight. And it's different every time. It's not like a predictable thing, yeah. and which is awesome. I think that's I really cool. I liked that once I realized it. In the very beginning, I didn't yeah. understand what was happening. And I was like, I hate I think this. I died to that first. I probably died to that first one like 30 times. <laughs> probably. Like, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Because I was like, holy shit, this is, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what am I supposed to do here? And then you just have to not touch them. And that's the cat and mouse thing where like... You just got to get good at the movement. You have to get good. Which I think is cool. Yeah, you have to get good. Yeah. Because, um, like, uh, I didn't use the invis- like the hiding thing, like, hardly at all. It, it, was, uh, it was, like, 
oh, they're going to see me. Maybe I'll use it now because I have literally nowhere else to go. But if I could jump somewhere or something, I always did that. And if I would get caught, it was faster to just get caught and do it again instead of like crawling with that invisibility thing, you know. Um, but I thought the Emmys were cool. I thought that was a neat thing. And it reminded me of Metroid 2. Uh, like a little bit because they were like a constant threat on the map, like the alpha Metroids and beta. Yeah. And you had to hunt, hunt a certain amount down and everything. And the feeling Mm -hmm. of blowing their, getting the final, like the death blow on them was always so satisfying. And it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. Like chasing that wet, like, Oh, you know, you're going to get after you do the first one or whatever, like, you know, at some point you're going to find that charge beam and it's like this very special thing. And it's like really cinematic. Cause it goes into that, like isometric view of Samus, like shooting at it. And it's actually really intense. Like I th- dread is a perfect name for this game. Yeah. Cause I thought it was really intense. Like the whole game. Yeah. And, and the, like a lot of the bosses are intense in that view that you're talking about. Dread encapsulates it perfectly because yeah. when you're just hammering it with the rapid fire uh, part of the gun, I'm just disappearing on video to these guys. It's getting dark out. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're just hammering their faces, you they slow down, but they they just keep mm-hmm. menacingly crawling they toward keep crawling. you. Yeah, and if and if you mess up your aim even the tiniest bit for a split second, it speeds up again. So you got to keep mm-hmm. it right on there before you can blow its head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. It's like it, it, they're like Terminator. Is it a stretch? Yeah. Is it and a stretch to say the Emmys are the most powerful thing in the Metroid universe? Because you you would technically well, think, need like a very special weapon, or you just couldn't kill it. I guess that's true. And it's not a weapon yeah, that I guess you constantly true. have. Yeah, they're. Quite I guess strong, that's true for sure. Yeah, I mean they 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 start at the beginning of the game saying how they're like they're made out of plating that is like indestructible or whatever. So. um yeah, I, I thought they were sweet, and I like that they were all different, that they all had different abilities, and you eventually steal them and uh, in a really cool way <laughs> uh, that we can talk about. I, I don't know that I have like any more like general thoughts, because um, there's like a little bit of spoilery stuff I want to talk about. Uh, unless you guys have anything else. No, the- Josh, I'm very glad you played this. Oh, I, I, that on yeah, general. I flew through it. And Josh, yeah. how many... Um- so, how many Metroids have you played? I know I at least played a handful because you lent, you loaned me the uh, one on SP a long time ago that I got Zero in trouble. Mission. That I got in trouble for playing uh, at Giant, Giant Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> why I was I working. <laughs> yeah. I do remember. I, actually, I meant to bring that up earlier on the podcast and I forgot. So I'm glad you did. Yeah, sit, sitting behind nice. the fish counter on the on the desk playing Metroid. That's amazing. Getting yelled at for it. Nice. If you replay That's it today, awesome. you might have phantom fish fish smells now because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to replay those games and like with them just re-releasing the Castlevania advanced stuff like I am just crossing my fingers. Yeah, very true. That seems that seems like a no-brainer for Switch. I'd probably pay $100 for that. It, it is funny how when, whenever they're well done and they're I mean you're at the end of the day you're paying for convenience. I Yeah, that's all I want. Not to yeah. derail us, but I paid for the SP collection uh, or advanced collection for Castlevania already beat circle of the moon and halfway through harmony. And it's just, I'll totally, I'll totally rebuy those at some point. And there's a fourth one on there that was not released in the U S yeah. Dracula X maybe, but is it, I think that's it, but is it more of a classic Castlevania or is it like the 
post Symphony of the Night Castlevanias. Don't know. What's what's but, a more okay. important franchise to you guys? Metroid or Castlevania? Well, Metroid Metroid's more important. To I me, agree. For sure. I agree 100% with more important, but um there are like one or two titles in Castlevania that are nearly equally important. Or at, I, at least yeah, it's I mean, fun sim- to play. I I think Symphony of the Night's unassailable. Like that's Agreed. So if one nearly a perf- perfect if one game, franchise got erased out of those two. You'd let Castlevania go. I'd pick I'd let Castlevania go. I agree. Yeah. It's painful. They're, they're, it's sin to even so talk about it. The thing, the thing I think that's interesting about that is that, like, there isn't any bad Metroid other than other M. But I almost kind of consider that not even a Metroid because I've never played it, and it's. Not, I don't think it works the same way. Um, whereas Castlevania has like so many weird random games in that series. Also, let's make a one-to-one comparison. Only. Pathfinder, or in this particular case, I can say Metroidvania, because those are the two we're comparing. Yeah. That those that genre of those franchises, I can't really think of a bad one of either. But like you know, you you saying other M, like that's that wasn't a Pathfinder, obviously, right? Yeah. I I don't think it is, but I actually might be speaking totally like uninformed on that because I I swore it was more of like a linear thing, mm-hmm. like more of a story driven thing. Um. But yeah, you're right. Like technically, technically, the old Castlevanias are linear games. Like they're not. You don't really return to things. Like wasn't the second one the only one that like was more of an open map that you return to and stuff? Yeah, am I wrong? Well, I mean, it's one of those things where you get new. You encounter you a get roadblock. Abilities. You yeah. get an ability, and then you come back to said roadblock. So mm-hmm. I think I think that probably counts. Let's distill it further down. 2D Pathfinder, Metroidvania, Metroids, and Castlevanias. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because there's so, there are so many spinoffs of Castlevania. Like holy shit. Yeah, and there's like weirdly a bunch of 3D like like more yeah 3D ones mm-hmm. than there is Metroid. Like Metroid just has Prime. Yeah, which which, are perfect. which those which those are perfect, and they're still just the same type of game it's just in 3d need need to replay those um i'm not sure if i ever played three three's really good i'm sure Uh, it's actually shockingly good Mm. like uh because playing it with the wiimote and stuff i was like man this is going to be so stupid but it actually totally worked and uh i did rebuy the trilogy that they re-released on wii um because it's one and it's all three of them, obviously, but they forced the motion controls into one and two. So I've been putting off playing it because I don't want to do that. That's annoying. And I'm just really hoping that they finally put the collection on Switch because um, it has been rumored. But uh, yeah, I'd like. Yeah, it, I it was... really don't want to dig that. I don't want to dig out my Wii U. I don't want to use a Wiimote and all that bullshit. Wasn't it between so. them remastering the whole trilogy and just the first one? Like that's the the rumors or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I I didn't hear about maybe just the first one. That would be Tragic. disappointing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But and and weirdly, Josh and I we loved the death match in two. <laughs> was that two? It was so good <laughs> at the time. I don't know what it would be like today. It was two. It was this really Definitely small maps so you would just roll around in. That's like that yeah, for some reason that's what yeah. sticks out about that to me. It's just the rolling around, I running away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
you you know what games I forgot about before like while we're just totally going off track here like there's Metroid Pinball there's Metroid Hunters and there's that Federation Force Whoa. bullshit what, so what are you Metroid, even talking about yeah yeah you're right you're, <laughs> I don't know I just made them all up right now so did they I have heard I have heard that the pinball game is actually good so like I kind of want to look into that yeah, one maybe that's fun um but I remember Hunters being stupid and. uh because it was also a shooter on 3DS, like vomit, yeah. and also, yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, so I think there's a clear point here to say spoilers. Yes. For the most niche story that probably nobody really listening to this, I'd be surprised. And if you are super up on it, I would love to hear from you. Um, but. There is some cool story shit that is revealed in this game. And because it's because it's the literally the fifth in the series quote, um, it's supposed to be the final one, as far as we know. At least in terms of Metroid. I don't know the, I don't know if they'll figure out some way to uh bring Samus back in some totally different thing, which could be cool, maybe. <laughs> but um I just want to start with, to be clear, spoilers. There's fucking Chozo in this game. Mm -hmm. Like, there are no Chozo in any of them. Yeah, just statues and, holding items. Yeah, they're dead. Like they make it, they make it out to be like they're an extinct race. And uh, except for technically the flashbacks in Zero Mission, I guess. Like that is the only game that gives a glimpse into them and Samus as a kid and stuff like that. But as far as like straight up interacting with them, I was like so fucking excited when that happened in Dread. Like I was like are, is this really happening? Th they're talking to Samus and she's talking yeah, the, and there's the language, dialogue. That was cool. Yeah, like what the hell and I'm I was just like that that alone was like one of the best things to me because it's just been this 30 plus year thing of they're just like this mysterious race that Sam that raised Samus and gave her this suit and were like got they like spanned the galaxy and they were like a super successful civilization and all this stuff and and the Metroid was their demise and stuff and here we go there's some alive and there's well there's like one alive and all the other ones are like this offshoot sect of like evil chozo mm -hmm. and stuff it's fucking so awesome yeah i was a huge fan i also loved um the uh, we're talking spoilers the the final boss fight was yeah challenging and it, it was cool it was rewarding in the sense that like the first time i died on the first phase then a couple of tries um, yeah second phase kept dying on that and then you you master each phase sequentially and you'll you'll keep mm -hmm. dying as you you know get to the point whenever it's like at its final phase. But like I loved him sprouting his wings, and then you knock a wing yeah. off, and he like rips the other one off. That was really cool. And just their the overall character models, seeing them brought to life as you know these ancient peoples that, like you said, everybody probably thought was extinct. I certainly did. It was just really I always awesome. thought they were just they were just dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, from the time Samus would have been a kid, you know. 20, 30 years, whatever might have elapsed, and I figured 
that's when their demise occurred. Did they create her suit? And like, is her suit a Chozo thing? Is that what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think again, it's really fucking cool because like you are fighting against Chozo in armor, like power armor and stuff. And like that, that's so sweet. And, uh, you find, I mean, we're in it. You find out that the last boss is her father in quote. And like what I gathered from that, like from like the, cause they weren't super explicit and the dialogue was limited and you know, it's still a budget game, unfortunately I would say, but uh, they show like screenshots of, she wasn't just like raised by them. They like, as far as I understand, gave her like, DNA yeah. of them and like that's why this guy calls this one calls her the fa- her father because they show like he was like sharing genetic material with her or something and and I have to imagine it's how they like rationalize putting a human in their power armor and stuff like that and uh I just thought that was so fucking cool Is there genetic material and in her suit? Is that why it changes her armor? I I don't know. Or is that just one of those things everyone just I would, accepts? Like, oh, okay. It's just the right. thing. I think it's just the thing that happens. And, like, something else with this game specifically, too, because it gets really... Well, I guess with Fusion. More Fusion. Um, I, I've... i Well, no. At the end, when you die in Dread, her suit blows up and she's, like, exposed still. But I, t- I always understood from Fusion that she can no longer leave the suit. Like, she is now permanently in there, and it is part of her body. <laughs> From fusion, I, and, I would agree. Maybe that's why she yeah. dies, is because her suit explodes. So that's maybe that's what's signifying. Probably. Like, she's out of the suit, she's dead. Probably, but that, like, suit explosion goes all the way back to, like, one, <laughs> to, like, the first game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, she her suit blows up in a zero, uh, there's no oxygen atmosphere, and she dies that way, too, but... Um, as far as the suit changing, Josh, I don't know. I, I think it's just she turns into a ball, so it's obviously able to morph yeah, very <laughs> like true. on the fly. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, something that I loved about the Chozo that you talked to, do you remember its name? Um, the mean one? Uh, oh, Ravenbeak. No, no the, the mean one was Ravenbeak. Oh, wasn't it? Didn't it begin with like an A or something? It's one... No. no, I'll remember it when you say it. I don't remember what was it. It's it's quiet robe. Oh yeah, that's right. And I really Old and day. I really like QR code. Really, yeah. It's it's just like a weird yeah. It QR code. <laughs> I I really like that name. Like it's they very have, Native American. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna say. Is they they totally come off like a like Raven Beak. Like they're they're definitely cribbing off of that, and I think that's really cool. Agreed. And uh, man. I don't know. There, that that is like really the only spoiler, I guess. Well, you become um, a Metroid. One more. <laughs> yeah, you are a Metroid, which was cool. So it was. I calm. thought that was really cool. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. It was kind of funny. Like it came off a little weird, but it totally makes sense. It's just like Fusion was how long ago, and I kind of didn't remember exactly what happened in Fusion. So I'm glad at the beginning they like mentioned like, oh, we put Metroid DNA into you, and like that's why whatever. But yeah, like her just fully becoming one because like that's why you're able to steal the powers from the emmys is because you have the power of the metroid to suck out soul juice or whatever and like you that's how you steal their abilities and that's how you kill your your dad at the end and it's 
so so deep sweet. Stuff. Yeah. So after the the challenging <laughs> boss yeah. fight, um, it become the game becomes a modern Resident Evil. I was just like, oh, this is Resident <laughs> Evil now. You know, there's this giant grotesque monster that you're fighting and it goes oh boy i can't wait for more stuff to talk about on this episode with you alex there there's the um it goes into that like isometric uh omega cannon view again and you just pummel it with the hyper beam fucking cool which was a love letter to super metroid fans it because it was like the same color like what you would imagine in in a modern version of it the self-destruct sequence running out once again they nailed the timing like i it was three minutes yeah i I beat it with like 28 seconds left. So I, yeah, it felt like I was going to lose. I, I was like, shit, am I going too slow? And oh my God, Samus's suit was so sick. Like her it was Metroid so suit. Oh damn. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. That was, was so cool. I was like, wow, there, there really is. This is like a point of no return for this series is like, she is just full. She's just a monster at this point. Okay. So then she gets in her ship and the mm-hmm. X version of QR code <laughs> kind of does he have like a moment of acceptance that he's going extinct and he's just like i don't know don't do this you have to that's kind of i wanted to talk to you about that your my interpretation was that like that life form was like i don't want to say you won because they're kind of symbiotic in a weird way like it almost um empathizes with her because she's part x part metroid part chozo part human jesus i don't even know and yeah it's just like you have to do this before you can take off or you're just going to fuck yourself up. And mm-hmm. I I really liked that a lot. Yeah, I'm not really sure how to take the ending because like they very clearly show the X take over Quiet Robe's body and um but the but he was dead. So like how would he have anything left to like have that thought of like, well, I have to save Samus still. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Like it. That's why I, I was guess thinking he, it was the X. Yeah, like somehow the parasite knows, but like that—that's sort of a logic leap with the parasite. But then again, we have in Super Metroid the baby Metroid. So I or, or that's two. That's two on Game Boy. That's and two. 3DS, of course. Yeah, that's two. The baby Metroid in two that helps Samus. So I guess it's not that hard to believe and is kind of established. Yeah, because you like imprint um, on it almost as its mother. It's the first thing it sees. And speaking of, yeah. of endings of these games, the parallel between the ending of Super Metroid with the Metroid sucking the brains out of mo- uh, Mother Brain and then you sucking through your hand, like digging your claw into Raven Beak's head. Oh, my God. That was that whole sequence was really cool. Yeah, it was Samus's so awesome. yelling was fun. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. all those little eye things yeah. you had to shoot to get your ultra beam, those were supposed to be uh, like future mother brains, right? Something like that. I think like baby mother brains or something. Yeah. Like, again, like so much, so much like callback to like critical things of the series, like the Chozo. The Cho- there's actually an an evil sect of the Chozo. Like Mother Brain was always associated with like the space pirates right. and Ridley and stuff. But like here we go, they're developing these brains, <laughs> and like they have a lot of them on this planet. And uh, and yeah, like you're just killing. Like I guess they're in some state where they're not super powerful yet. Yeah, um, and and it's important to that- remember that the space pirates are like mercenaries, right? Yeah. Basically they're they're literally pirates in space. So you almost mm-hmm. think like, okay, so who's really 
driving this like this evil bad shit behind the scenes and it sounds like it's this bad uh sect of the chozo and then another thing nick Mm -hmm. i know it's been a really long time since you played fusion i mean me too but i'm damn near certain wasn't adam the ai that you talked to that whole game you checked in all the time just like in this game and does that mean that was that was raven Uh. back then so i watched a recap video adam was your old like sergeant like he was a character in other m that actually died and was made into other m is canon it was part of the videos i watched before this yeah he was he was an actual person he was like he was samus's like sergeant or something whenever they explored okay that's weird. That's weird because Samus has always been a bounty hunter. So, like, I guess prior to be a bounty, prior to being a bounty hunter, she was in the military. I guess. Or yeah, he was this a is a, this is a something like that. It's a poor word, but in my head, Adam was like her handler. You know, like always yeah. in her ear, giving her the instructions on what to do and everything. And just doing a, a super quick Google, this Commander Adam Malkovich, John Malkovich, um, <laughs> inorganic artificial intelligence. So okay, that's so yeah. Maybe maybe that was like the trick of um specifically dread is like Ravenbeak was like oh yeah you know Adam this is Adam and yeah I want to know if it was him from the beginning or if he used the, the guise of Adam. I assume he was using the guise because like they they were pretty explicit at the beginning saying like no idea why they called you here and no idea why he left you alive and it's like this thing to just get Samus to eventually turn into a Metroid, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was just an experiment the whole time, which um was great. Thought it was great. What a great game. Uh, it's just... Yeah, really great I game. I mean, I, I don't think I could have been a, much happier with it. It was just wonderful. No. No, I mean, it basically... I would say it actually exceeded my expectations because Samus Returns was awesome. I loved it, but it was on the 3DS, and it was... You know, it was, it is what it is. Like, it definitely had some problems, and it being tied to, like, really old hardware, like, really held it back in a lot of ways. Um, But, yeah, no, it was, I fucking love this game. Yeah, it was, like, the perfected, mature version of that, and and more interesting story-wise. Yeah. So, boom. Yeah, totally. I, like, immediately wanted Um, to start it on hard again. Yes, I did too, actually. That's why I started playing Super Metroid, because I was like, well, I only played that once, and it was back in college, so I want to play it now as an adult, more of an adult, <laughs> and uh, and I'm I'm totally enjoying that game again. Um, it's so I think it's awesome. I, yeah. I've played it start to finish, I probably in excess of 20 times, because I played it all the time as a kid. I've played it yeah. multiple times as an adult. Most recently, um, maybe like two years ago, if if that, probably inside of two years ago, because I wanted uh, Tara, my wife, to see it. So, and she watched me play most of this. And like, sometimes she would be derping on her phone or whatever, but then she would like look up and see something really interesting happening, and then she would just be captivated until I was done. And like, we go to bed yeah. at night. She was like, "Oh, you don't want to do one more save?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I uh... so good. <laughs> I I I want to let's cut off spoilers a little bit because I just remembered mm-hmm. there's a couple things I want to talk about like just the game wise. Holy shit, the Shine Spark stuff! Um, Amazing. Oh my god, so much it's better than like Super Metroid. So, it's so crazy. Yeah, it, it is so crazy. It requires like 
absurd dexterity to pull off some of the some of the um item collection. Mm-hmm. And like I never even would have guessed how you do some of it because the game doesn't explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> um but I think that's cool because it also doesn't super explain it to you in Super Metroid either. Like it they don't I remember do it at you all in Super no, Metroid. No, they do. Do so, they? They do. Yeah, so uh, I remember, I explicitly remember you teaching me how to do it, Alex, Uh because you were like, oh, you got the speed booster, like, so do this at this thing. And um, I fell down an area in Super, like, the other night, and there's, there's, like, a creature that shows you how to do the Shine Spark. Okay, so it doesn't. It, there's no text. I guess that's what I No, meant. there's no text. Yeah, but it's yeah. that like green bird thing in yeah. the greenish, bluish area. Uh, yeah, and it shows mm-hmm. you doing it. It's so cool. And here's another yeah. crazy thing. I Off the top of my head, I can't think of how to do it, but there is one like super hidden move in Super Metroid that I, I believe involves... It might involve a shit ton of power bombs or something, but you can heal yourself. I'm damn near certain. Oh, it's it's really crazy. I discovered a new one in Super Metroid that whenever you hold because I learned this from Dread, which I thought was awesome and I don't remember it in any of the other ones. Whenever you hold the charge beam and you do a jump, it's an attack. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like a one hit screw attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Super Metroid, when you when you have the charge beam held and you go into a bomb mode, you drop like 10 bombs. Yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome. And you can turn you, on the moonwalk. Did you ever see that? No. If you if you go into the settings, no joke, this is because it was the 90s and Michael Jackson is the king of pop. If you go into the <laughs> settings and you turn on Moonwalk, you hold your charge beam, and let's say you're facing right. If you hit left, normally, you just spin around. In this one, if you if you have the setting on, you literally start moonwalking like Michael Jackson. That's hilarious. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I never knew that one. It's really fun. <laughs> nice. Um... Yeah, uh, I don't think I have anything else to say about the game. Uh, I'm racking my brain as well, but it's super good. Everybody should play it. I, I'm very happy to hear that it sold pretty well, actually. Uh, as far as I know, um, game of the year 2021. It's definitely my game of the year. Nice, <laughs> like without a doubt. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't really have imagined it being any other way, but. Uh, at least it's reinforced, and I know that now that it is. Um, that's great. But uh, I have, like, one other game I wanted to talk about, but since you guys haven't been on this in a long time, is there anything you want to talk about that isn't Metroid Dread? I'm, I, we can't really talk about it. All I know is the next thing that I think is on my queue is The Good Life. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I'm very excited from from good old Swery, and for any listeners who don't know, that goes. I fell in love with him with uh, Deadly Premonition, so. And you definitely probably mentioned the Good Life on Two V One. It's been that long. Honest <laughs> to God, dude. Yeah, it, it's yeah. very possible. And um, yeah, and what he did D four, and I feel like there's one other thing that I'm forgetting. Well, Deadly Premonition two came out like last year. I have it sealed in my closet. I don't. I'll probably just get it digital when I'm ready and hang on to it in case it's worth anything. Because the first one is yeah. Oh, the other one, the other one was the missing, which I didn't JJ play. That. I didn't play that either. Um, That's right. Josh, you are you muted? Am I muted? No. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, just ignore me. Continue. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, I didn't play that. I actually heard it was like weirdly good though. The missing. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited about that one. But other than that, I don't think I have any other news or random topics. What What are you? I'm, I'm sad you didn't. You were gonna bring up. I'm sad you didn't uh, play any more Death Stranding after you started. Oh, that's right. I, oh shit! Dude, I didn't. Yeah. I game this, of the century. Again, this Death is Stranding. this is literally why I had to why I had to quit 2v1 because I just wouldn't get through games in a timely manner. And I, and I would just replay things endlessly. Well, the good <laughs> so, news is, is if you ever, yeah, please, if you ever get back to death stranding, there was just a big update and they added a bunch of stuff to it that you'll get to experience. Uh, I really? Guess. Oh yeah. Like some That's really hilarious. cool things. Yeah, I, please, pl- please play it. Okay. Alex. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've put, I'll say several hours and I loved it, but I just, I have the attention span of a goldfish sometimes. And, and every once in a while, I will forget that I was playing a game if I go too long. And then I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I never beat that. It's terrible. Yeah. Just ter- it's yeah. tragic is what it is. The president of the United States of yeah. America. Uh, it's so good. That game is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I really hope the director's cut stuff comes to PC eventually because I will definitely buy it on PC. <laughs> um, Josh, what are you playing? Right now, I'm only playing Mario 3D Worlds. Yeah, well, that's good. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I just wanted something brain dead to lay on the couch and do, and that happened to be Mario. Are you trying to do all of the normal levels before Bowser's? Fury? I already 100 Bowser's Fury. Oh, wasn't yeah, it, it was awesome? Really good. Hmm? It was more fun yeah, afterwards than going so around great. collecting everything. Like there's like two endings. Yeah, totally. There. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, there's a. There's a bunch of shit to like go back and get that you like don't really realize is there, and I 100 percented that game too. Yeah. Um. Well, so I don't know how much. I actually don't even know if you ever gave this game a chance, Josh. But I finished Resident Evil Six. Oh, I'm <laughs> the the hottest game of 2012 or whatever year that came out. You got the right man on this episode because I'm talking yeah. Resident Evil all day. Yeah, so I didn't play 8 yet. Uh, I still want to this year. So I was like, well, I have 6. And AJ has said it was very funny. Uh, So I finally played that game. And I don't know if it was worth 20 hours of my life. um, But boy, was it interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so Nick and I briefly chatted about it. Where that... What that game lacks in quality, which is a lot, it makes <laughs> up in quantity. It does not it mean it's a good game. But yeah. holy shit, there's there's four entire campaigns, because you beat three, then you yeah. unlock a fourth, Ada's, and there there's two of them are like terrible, and two of them are okay. And like Leon, yeah. I guess Leon's was probably the closest to a re- like a an older more traditional Resident Evil even though it wasn't sort of and, yeah and then they completely ruin it with the end and that boss I don't even I don't remember the character nor do I care but um yeah as <laughs> as anybody remembers from the old TV one days I'm obsessed with mercenaries and that game's mercenaries is fucking it's a ten out of ten oh my so god so I think I, I think gameplay wise it's a totally solid modern quote modern resident evil shooter like it plays well 
four and beyond it plays well some some of the stuff that you can do in six where you can just like dodge to the side and jump on the ground and slide and like be on the ground and roll on the ground like that stuff is really funny and like they make you do it mm-hmm. in a lot of situations which is like so silly but um that game made me think of okay so like five came out in like 2009 or eight or something and it was a pretty decent amount of time. It might have even be before that, like 2007 or something. It was definitely when we were at GameStop. And um, 6 came out when we were in college. And, like, we were, like, it was, like, our last year, me and Alex. And um, between all of that time, Uncharted became a thing. And I think Resident Evil 6 is the Uncharted of the Resident Evil series. Because it is full of absolutely total bullshit, like, action cinematic sequences that are fucking ridiculous. Yes. Like, completely ridiculous. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> and, like, all that sliding and all the maneuvers and rolling around and, and like, you can you can stay on the ground. And yeah, like it's the best. And, like, backwards. And, like, like yeah. it's, it's actually hilarious. And that's part of what makes Merc so funny, especially when you see your teammate you know, like if you're playing with a friend, it is just, it's bizarre. And uh, yeah. my friend, uh, Tommy and I, he, he's my lifelong mercenaries partner. Whenever you heal each other, you just shake these fucking pills in each other's face. We call it FaceTime because you just go like this right on the guy. It's so <laughs> stupid. That game is so stupid. There's still a new mercenaries yeah, coming out. It's fun. I don't know if you were aware of that. Like yeah, standalone? standalone? I think it's going to be like a free to play standalone thing. They're actually calling it mercenaries, yeah. I think. Or, uh, oh wow! Wasn't there like a reverse thing that was supposed to come out? I literally forgot. There's like about 20 it. different things that so, have happened in the past year with. Oh my god! Like right? there's that like yeah. PvP eight, VE thing where you played as yeah. X. Eight eight comes with that like weird PvP thing. I also played one that came. I think it came out with three the three remake. What was that called? Oh, maybe that's. What I think I'm that's what you're of. thinking, and, of, and that's what you're thinking yeah. of, Josh. There's yeah. legit another one. I'm pretty sure coming, but weirdly, Tommy and I spent some time on it, and it was fun. But it was janky, <laughs> and the online, like the matchmaking, was god awful. But um, yeah, Resident Evil is definitely one of my most treasured franchises. It's one of those ones that, sadly, because of my childhood and how much I love most of the games. It's one of those type or franchises that can sort of do no evil in my eyes. Like they would, they would so, have to just drive it completely into the ground. And they revived it with seven and eight for me. So this is why I'm and and the remake of two and three. Oh I like God, the remake yeah. of three a lot. Yeah. Um. The the reason I wanted to talk about six is because it's objectively a very bad game, mm-hmm. but like it is. <laughs> It is so interesting in, like, so many other ways because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, and this is why I wanted to ask you, Alex, none of them do the multiple story thing in the same way as six. Like, one, you can be Chris or Jill, but they're generally the same game. Two, you can be... uh, Leon or Claire. Claire. Yeah, and they're generally the same game. But, like, six is literally different games like yeah so they like they reuse things and they cross paths and like whatever but like they are straight up 
individual campaigns with different environments and different weapons and different everything. And it's like, it blows my mind. Yes. It like that completely blows my mind. And like, I didn't know that about that game at all. Yeah. This whole time. I had no idea. That's what that game was. I have to give a little bit of love to the, to the original resident evil two, just because it's so old uh, for the, for the sake of this conversation, you're correct about Resident Evil 1. Resident Evil 2, there were definitely substantial differences, especially because there was okay. Leon and Claire, and there was scenario A and B for both characters. So there were four Right, because it depended which one you played first or whatever. But compared right? to six, you are correct. Like, they could be four separate, very shitty standalone games. Yeah, yeah, because they were about the same amount of time as a standalone yeah. Resident Evil. It's, it's just yeah. unbelievable, man. Yeah, and the whole game is co-op, um, which they started with five. Uh, you can play it online with people. I would almost which, recommend it because it makes it more bearable and funnier. Yeah, co-op was way more fun. I played through Leon when Larry was here visiting, and um, and that was fun. But then I just like pushed my way through the other ones mm-hmm. on easy because I was like, I don't want to play this. I just want to see what happens. And uh, it was frustrating, um, especially waiting for the AI controlled co-op partner. Like, fuck me. Wesker's son. Um, what the hell is his name? He looks like Dursky. Uh, Jake. Jake. I hated. I think I hated his and Sherry's the worst. Um. So it I actually want to say I think Chris's was the worst. Oh, that's uh, right. that because really because Chris's is just a straight straight up like murder as many people as you like we are gonna throw so many people at you because Chris is like a soldier, and I hated his and Piers was a garbage character. His. No, you're right. And Piers was, was a nothing worst. character. Yeah, like it was so annoying. And then I would probably say Jake's is the second worst, and then Ada's, and then Leon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the just like playing through all of those individually and like how they would cross over and then the stuff that the like outside of the game were like I know you do multiple replays of Resident Evils I will never ever do that but they incorporate that like system of like here's these upgrades that carry over between characters like that was amazing mm-hmm. like that that was such a good idea and so smart um oh Leon's invent Leon literally had an inventory and no other character had an inventory. Like you would go into Leon's inventory and like make the uh pills Herbs that heal you. You couldn't Based do that on. with anybody else. Really? I had yeah. I had to look up how to do that with the other characters. It was like this weird it was like this weird button combination that the game never taught me uh in order to make to use the green herbs and like Unless there, unless something changed that I like totally missed, but like when you were playing Leon, you could open up his inventory, you could discard things, you could mine things, you could do whatever. I played it all co-op, so maybe that's why it was there. Mm, maybe. But in the other in the other games, you can't open up their inventory and discard things and combine things and do anything. And like I would get to this point where my inventory was full of I have no idea what because I couldn't look at it. So like I would I would mm. need to pick up ammo. I don't know. And I know it's it sounds like something's wrong. I pressed every button. That is I, weird. I pressed like everything. I was like, what am I missing here? Why can I not make herb pills? And I don't understand what the thing is. And it was like, oh, you just press this and like it combines them automatically. And it's like 
what? Like, there's no way. There's no way that is what I was supposed to be doing. But I could not figure out any other way to do the same thing that I was doing in Leon's playthrough. That's mind-boggling, and I'm hoping there was some sort of impossibly weird glitch, because I don't think Maybe. that's the case. I Because it sounds wrong, right? It yeah. sounds, like, super fucking wrong. Yeah. But yeah, it's but that was my experience so, with three quarters of that game. Par for the course. I mean, that, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, but um, I wrote a couple notes down uh, in summary because uh, d- don't play this game. Uh, uh, so sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I guess for Resident Evil Six, don't play this game. Um, so uh, my I wrote a couple notes for each character. Uh, in Leon's game, if you play it first, uh, nothing is answered. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing is answered mm-hmm. in Leon's thing. Uh, Ada shows up multiple times and says, I don't have time to explain it to you. <laughs> and it is literally that thing from Destiny Josh where she goes, I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. That is the reason in all of Leon's campaign and you learn absolutely nothing. Um, You fight a dinosaur. <laughs> yes. Yes. You fight a dinosaur. There's a, di- there's a dinosaur zombie in Leon's Dino campaign. Crisis. Um. And uh, the general theme of the the virus in six is bugs, and the final boss of Leon's is like Godzilla kaiju level total absurdity, and uh, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Oh shit! Uh, you also in Leon's campaign pilot a uh, jet airliner uh for mm-hmm. two seconds mm-hmm. there's a mini game about making sure a plane doesn't crash um so that's like an uncharted level thing uh chris um one of the main enemies that you fight in chris's thing is helicopters that airdrop king kong zombies um from giant umbilical cords <laughs> uh and then at the end you fight a giant half-born fetus zombie oh <sighs> Do you remember that, Alex? Yes. And, you know, I mean, this all sounds like Nick just did drugs, but I can yeah. I can affirm that's that's what happened. This is that. a Resident Evil that's game. That's a game that exists. <laughs> like like I think 4 and 5 obviously took took it to like levels, but they were still kind of like classic classic Resident yeah, Evil, kinda. but 6 6 just Holy shit. Yeah, they um I think the the place where they with the extreme mutations of a couple of things in four, they started experimenting with that more in five in Ouroboros, and then yeah, it just went yeah, totally. completely off the rails in six. Yeah. Six is like they're just transformers yeah. at this point. Organic like it, transformers. It like, yeah, they're when when they turn into things in six, it looks like the bullshit Michael Bay Transformer scenes. <laughs> like where you can't tell what's happening and all of a sudden there is like two hundred percent more body mass that they didn't previously have. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't Alex, get maybe it. this yeah. is maybe um, this would have been your case, but imagine being a huge Resident Evil fan and being like super excited for six, and then like it was the case, and then playing. I mean, this was okay. the case, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. And it trust me, it was traumatic. I was like, hope oh, Resident Evil's done, but yeah, like I watched you. The only bit of me seeing you play that game was Mercs. Ex- yeah, I never saw you, you play any room, of the I was campaign. Mercs. Yeah, it was it was never it was never anything else. You'd be like, "Did um, you like the campaign? What campaign? <laughs> what campaign?" <laughs> uh, in Jake, you're chased by a giant Hannibal Lecter. 
which is like Nemesis, but you've no idea who he is or why oh, it's happening Ustinac. or anything. I don't, yeah. don't you tell remember me why I know name? that name. Why do you remember Dude, his name? <laughs> that's what happens when you're this level of fanaticism. I don't ask. Oh my god. Um, and then there's a there's a part where a tank drives into a hotel and chases you down a hallway in that, <laughs> uh, which was awesome. And my only note for Ada is her cell phone was a cube. <laughs> That's it. We haven't. That's even what I took away in real life. Plus, no, why, we haven't. Why would you? By the way, why would you? <laughs> that That's what I took away from hers, though. Okay, so remind me, Alex. Did you play Evil Within 2 when I was playing it? Uh, not when you did, but I definitely played but you, it. But you did eventually yep. play it. Yep. Because, because the end of Ada's was like Evil Within 2 shit, I, which I thought was actually kind of cool. I do remember some of that stuff. Yeah, and Evil Within yeah. 2 was, was cool, actually. What a great game. Yeah. What, what, an, what an unsung, actual good Resident Evil game. Yes, very true. Um, but that was my, that was it. Resident Evil Six. Don't play it. Well, okay. Uh, so don't play Six unless you want to play Mercs. It's very competent and so much fun if you're into that. Arcade you're literally style. the only person. Alex, I know I, that you and I played that. a lot I, of the so five I. Mercs. I think, right? Yeah, uh, there there were only the a, one that you had to pay for. Did we have to, no, no. Okay, so they had an online PvP version that you could oh. pay for. And mm. I loved it. It was called so Slayer was regular Mercs and Survivors Slayer. was that was that sounded good. Survivors was the <laughs> PvP one, and that one was a riot. I played the shit out of both of them. There are so few people of of my my actual friends that I could play those Mercs games with that one of them died. Like there's two people yeah. left living that I played with. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was I I, I love the the Mercs obviously, but if you skip six. Seven revived. It breathed beautiful new life into the franchise. I was very happy. The remake of two was a triumph by any standard, in my opinion. The, it's super good. It's so good. The the yeah. three remake was good, but it was not what I wanted from the source material of because I yeah. thought three on PlayStation was fucking really cool. I actually I replayed that. Um Either it might have been right after I played the remake, so you know, like a year and a half ago or whatever, I lose track because of COVID. Um, and then mm-hmm. eight, it it's it plays and looks like seven, of course. Uh, they tie a lot of stuff in in a cool way, lore wise. So yeah, overall a very um, good experience, and I approve. Eight is very good. Yeah, I'm gonna play eight uh, at some point. Yeah, which. Josh, did you play? No, it'll come to Game Pass eventually. I'll play it then. <laughs> you it's think seven, so? I guess seven is on Game Pass, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's totally yeah, worth true. playing. Um, if you if you haven't gotten spoiled already, avoid spoilers. And yeah, I actually haven't. Yeah. I'm guessing you won't this far after the fact. Won't uh, dedicate an entire episode. So if anybody's interested, episode 126 of wait, episode 125 of Craftheads podcast we cover eight and i would love for you to hear um that oh. after you play it of course okay because it yeah you know it's just tommy and i being uh effusive resident evil fans but it was it's a really cool game and like i said the the way that they sort of tie everything in at the end is awesome and they also i'll say this a lot of the bullshit that occurs in seven is in a weak but satisfactory way explained 
Oh, okay. So it's it's pretty, and, and I I don't want to get more specific because it's a spoiler, as silly as that sounds. But it, they, yeah, it's sweet. AJ yeah, I'm just is really crazy big, and honestly, yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward AJ to see what they Dave. do next because it's yeah. kind of open ended at the end. Yeah, so. yeah. Actually, like as I was playing six, I was like, man, I actually like am sort of interested in the lore of Resident Evil. Like every time I play one, I'm like, I'm into it, and that's sort of why I still finished six. Mm-hmm. And I know. I know Chris is something in the new ones. So, like, I do know that. Because I, I did watch a playthrough of 7 back when it was still 2v1 and that game was out. So, that as I was playing 6, I was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, here's, some, here's like, some significant story about Chris. Yeah. So, like, I'm curious to see what that actually ends up being. And 7, um, I remember when 7 came out, I replayed it. Um three or four times doing everything and I did all like they had a, a couple of amazing mini games one was called Ethan Must Die and it was one of the most harrowing challenging video game accomplishments of mine like where they yeah. they put you on a linear path and I can't remember I don't think you're timed and but everything is like extremely hostile. There are random weapon and supplies boxes that you can't always count on. Like if you get a run through and you're like, oh, I got a shoddy this time. Great. Or whatever. That yeah. took me a long time. I mean, I'll say dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of attempts to even beat, let alone like try for times and stuff. So that game had a lot of replay value. Uh, yeah. The Mercs, this is disappointing. Mercs in eight sucks. It's, I didn't even know it had it. It does, and it's not multiplayer, which I was very turned off by that immediately. What? And I just don't like the way it works. Like I spent a little mm. bit of time with it, and I don't think I'll go back to it. Um, and I can't. I don't think I even beat it twice yet. I'll. Pr- I probably will go back. I might have done it twice. I don't know. But like, I think seven had a little bit more replay value. I'll say that much. Oh. But hmm. yeah, it's it's sweet. It's it's a good game and. Resident Evil is still alive despite one of the biggest video gaming gaffes in any franchise I've ever encountered. In six. <laughs> what's what's worse? I, I can't what's worse, Resident Evil Six or Mass Effect Andromeda? Oh, Resident Evil Six. I think Resident yeah. Evil Six. Andromeda is at least still like kind of Mass Effect. A Mass Effect game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's still a Mass Effect game. Yeah. Um and and again, played great. That that game did play great, uh, but six is like such a thing. I can't believe it exists. I can't believe it was developed the way. It, I can't believe it resulted in what it is. I can't. It's just. I can't either. It is so insane. Oh, you pilot a jet as Chris, like literally a jet fighter. Hmm. So not that, that's not a thing. the the plane crash avoiding not the plane simulator. crash. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, Jesus. like there there are some super cool moments in that game. It's just not worth twenty hours of your life. No. <laughs> it's just super not. It's, your return on investment is is like ten percent. Bet the yeah. Resident Evil. Like as soon as I finished. Sorry, hmm? I was gonna say I bet the Resident Evil games could make like good side scrolling Pathfinder games. So if you think about, I it. can't wait. So because Res- Resident Evil Seven reinvented itself. And I'm assuming nine will be a first person shooter. What is Resident Evil ten gonna be? It's gonna be an XCOM like. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect for you, Nick. It would be awesome. Yeah. I'd love that. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. But uh 
Yeah, like I, I don't know, cause I'm I have said multiple times on with Punished, I'm not interested in Resident Evil as a first person game. I really only want to play eight because of like I like the setting. Oh, and it's so like cool. The were- and the werewolf stuff, yeah. and like I that I'm into that. That's why I want to play it. Um, it's very not zombieish at all. It's yeah. monsters. That's basically yeah. what I'll say. Yeah. So that's pretty much the only reason I want to play it. Um, but I I don't know. I'm. I can't imagine they'll just lean on the first person thing forever. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, they'll they'll yeah. probably keep changing it up, which is cool. I mean, there's something to be said about that because. Yeah, sure. You risk screwing things up when you change things drastically, but I I will always applaud somebody, even if it's a shit game like six. Well, that wasn't anything new at that point, but like I'll always <laughs> applaud somebody for trying something new, even if it doesn't pan out. But learn yeah. from your mistakes and go in a different direction, which they did with seven. So yeah, they did. They really did. <laughs> they were like, "Hi, right, we fucked up." <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I had a I had a final thought on that. I don't remember now. Oh well, fuck. So Metroid uh, Dreadcast Resident Evil franchise is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the message. Yeah. I uh I have other stuff to talk about, but I'll wait till AJ comes back. Um I don't know that I have anything else for you guys. Cool. Um Well, thanks yeah. for having me back, Nick. Um the what was the last episode that I was on? Was it um Doom. It was something about Doom. I forget what I titled it. Uh, I'm going to find it. It was episode 35 with Punish 35, Crypto Sleep, which Crypto Sleep. I have to tell anybody who is a Doom fan should totally check it out. And I challenge you to get through that episode without laughing at Nick laughing <laughs> because I have yet to do that. I laugh you know every what? time I listen to him in that episode. It's also a good time to make a clarification that Crypto Sleep is a real term crypto is used in that way and i'm so mad about that okay but then let's go back to why do they they do say cryo a couple yeah. times so it's in and one last qualifier i forgot whenever i was listening to that episode i was like oh i forgot to mention this there is one scene where they're supposed to be like in a, in a green greenhouse area in doom annihilation and you can see visibly fake ivy like plastic <laughs> ivy. It's so bad. That's that's the best. It's so bad. That's the best. So Nick, thanks for having me back. And um Yeah. Definitely uh you're due for an episode on Crafthead. So I'll come up with a yeah, we'll, sure. we'll bounce some topics off of each other and figure and so are you, Josh, for that matter. We can do another three way if you want. Oh <laughs> please. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining, boys. Thanks, mm, Josh. Thank you. For taking time to join uh i hope you feel better eventually yes indeed do i sound um, weird I, I feel like i sound weird to myself you actually don't like, you just sound quiet maybe that's what's throwing me off then no no you sound fine um i wouldn't have guessed you were no, sick all right fair enough agreed but uh yeah um i think that's gonna do it for this one uh i think we'll be back with a regularly scheduled aka just me and aj uh next episode um but yeah uh that's gonna do it for this one and uh until next time thanks guys aj if you ever need me i got your back i'll fill in i don't think aj will listen to this immediately because he hasn't played dread yet 
That's true. Future AJ. Um, yeah, to speak back. to future AJ. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He was playing through all of the Metroids before playing Dragon. Wow, that's very commendable. I well, like a, a, what he what he can. Yeah, what he can play. Very yeah. cool. I love it. Um, I don't know if that includes the primes. I don't think that includes the primes. I think but, AJ uh, and I are going to play ODST when he's but off. Yeah, back shit, back because he's going through all the Halos before Infinite Alex. That's awesome. I love that. I would like to play Firefight. Oh, Firefight Guys. is so good. Does um does ODST have the original Firefight and I don't MCC? think any of the Firefights are included so. in MCC. Wait, Wait what? I could have sworn we played we? them. What's the, what's I MCC? Can't like, what's like MCC? Way, I don't know what Like way back when. <laughs> I thought we did play them, but maybe they didn't include them. I don't know. I know I'm like ninety nine percent sure ODSTs isn't and by the way, I still never beat Halo Five. <laughs> we, yeah. That's fine. And I don't care. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, I don't Those know. Those games are about it, I mean, if you're going to play the infinite thing, Same. you should watch maybe a recap, but that's it. Yeah. I can't wait for Halo Multi, and I can't wait to play with you guys on Dude, that. it's free. I can't get over yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually excited so for that. It's so crazy. Shit, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be free for the multiplayer, and uh, I'm excited about that for sure. I took two days off work. Um, wow. <laughs> I might be sick that day. <laughs> Good. Just, just saying. Oh, yeah, I already have the day's request at all. <laughs> Just saying, I'm telling your boss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, until next time. Peace. Peace.